Hello and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 37. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man scared of the camera, Kevin Tarney. What up? I'm being replaced. No, you're not. <laughs> Calm down, Kev. I knew you would say that. And a special guest this week, which we just put out yesterday, Mike from Outside Xbox. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you doing? How's it going? How are you guys? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you for hitting me up on Twitter. That's all right. Appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, it has, actually. We met each other a little while ago, didn't we? Look, that's the first thing we've got. <laughs> so everyone's like, Corey, how did you make this happen? And I'm like, a lot of money. I don't know. Just a load of money in a brown bag. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't pay me at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I met Mike. on a. I was finishing work at Cholton, as most of you know. I work at Cholton Football Club taking bets. So I'm fin- just finished work. I'm tired as hell. I get on the bus... And I'll look at this guy. And I think, I know that face. <laughs> but I carry on walking to the back of the bus with my fiance Haley, as most of you know. And I think to myself, oh, what do I do? Do I say something? Do I not? And then I'm like, oh, I'm the type of guy that I'm going to say something. Because opportunities are there to be made. Of course. So I stop you and go, I know you from somewhere. And the problem was, I couldn't remember his name. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. I remembered Andy. Yeah. Because I'm terrible. That's all right. I'm a terrible That's fine. person. I, look, I'm going to put it out there. And I was like, I know you, I know you, I know you. And I was like, you do something with Xbox, right? He's like, yeah, I work outside Xbox. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. And then I leave you alone. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. That I do, that I do. Then conveniently enough, we get off the bus at the same stop. Yeah. Oh, conveniently, and- eh? He was following I promise. You. <laughs> you know what the weird thing was? Haley was standing on the bus, and I was going to my uncle's that day. So it probably looked like I got off the bus just to talk to you as well. Yeah. And I thought that I was like, oh, this looks terrible, but I've got to do it anyway. So as I get off the bus, I look at my, I look in my pocket. I'm like, I've got business cards. Mm. So I'm like, excuse me, I don't mean to take up too much more of your time, but here's a business card. I get to my uncle's house two minutes later. I've got two new followers, one from Mike and one from outside Xbox. There you go. Hey, and let's just make it. Let's make it very clear. It made my day. <laughs> I was jumping oh. around the room like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> this is amazing. Did it? Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. But from your point of view, mm. how did that go? Was it like this crazy guy ran up to me and started fanboying that? I tried my hardest not to. No, it's cool. So, like, so I, I always like meeting people who, um, who watch our stuff, obviously, and you've clearly got some stuff going on. Like, and particularly, I think the thing that sort of intrigued me was obviously the Xbox connection. We're kind of brothers in arms. We lived through the exactly. launch of the Xbox One together. So, you know, I felt a certain solidarity there, certain kinship. And so I thought I'd follow <laughs> you on Twitter and see what you're up to. Yeah, no, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Kev, I told you it was a decent story. Uh, it was all right. I'm one of those. I, I, expect, on. I expected like you to be a hero in a situation like you saved him from a truck or something. Yeah, the bus was on <laughs> fire. It was the all bus right. Was on fire at the time. And he <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, me out. I actually so... rescued him off the bus. Then had him. A See, why didn't you start with that? Why didn't you start with that? Didn't want to mention. I left He's, a that part He's a humble guy. He's a humble guy. Yeah, but um. So, for those who don't know you, Mike, yes. how do you describe yourself? Uh, I guess I'm a YouTuber. I suppose that's the word that people use. Uh, although most of them don't ride on the bus, I don't think. I'm one of those baller YouTubers who rides on the bus. I'm blowing up your spot. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I didn't mean it's to fine. like put it out. It's, it's because you were you just come back from a long trip and that's, you had to get a bus yeah, back, of right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, well, we make YouTube videos about Xbox. Um, and uh, it's, it's something I've been kind of uh, doing for a little while. I used to work on magazines. So I used to work on the official Xbox magazine um okay. and then me andy and jame were all friends and the, andy was on inside xbox james on GameSpot, and we kind of all came together to create outside xbox sort of making the kind of gaming videos that we would want to watch 
so stuff that's got kind of jokes in it and that kind of looks back on all of gaming you know not just the latest releases but stuff that we loved from years ago like retro mm-hmm. stuff things like that um, so we're just trying to make like gaming entertainment you know a lot of people complain about the fact that there's not enough video games on TV and we're like trying yeah. to do something that's somewhere in between YouTube and television uh, it's still quite low budget but we, we put a lot of time into like writing the scripts and trying to make it as funny as possible yeah, that's what I feel like. Sorry, go on, Kev. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, that's what I pull from your channel because I've been sub to you for a number of years, and the fact is, you put humour in your content, mm. which like a number of these big outlets don't. So that's why, like, I was attracted to your channel. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's it makes it harder, you know. Like I I sit there in front of like a blank piece of paper, and I'm like am I going to be able to think of any jokes today? Uh, and mm. it's only when you start writing and then you start thinking back to kind of all these games that you've played. And th- we're basically just poking fun of weird stuff. Like we love all games. We love, uh, you know, the you know video game stories. You know, I get lost to stuff like Mass Effect and things like that. But there's always something a bit weird in there or a bit funny or a bit broken. And there's always something you kind of gently poke fun at. You know, we're not super sarcastic. We're not like... Uh, trying to take games down or anything like that but we're you know we're aware that they're not always like great pieces of art or you know like great pieces of storytelling and normally there's some fun stuff to kind of pick up on that you're being very humble i don't know about that you guys are huge well we've got we've gotten quite big uh and it's it's 1.7 million subscribers yeah it's a lot of people it's a lot that's nothing on my 15 <laughs> no, but it's quality, not like, quantity, right? Those fifteen, I'm sure they're exactly. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you are. It's like I remember. I followed the channel for ages, and then I fell off, and mm. then I come back, and and I've always enjoyed the content. Mm. But you do something different, and I think that's why you're so big. It's not the usual top five it's something different every time i'm always looking forward to the next video even if it's something i might not be interested in such games you know what i mean yeah that's part of it again like you know we recognize that we're not always talking about stuff that people have heard of but we're hoping that like we'll come up with something that's interesting and then hopefully people will like seek that out and and look out for it so we get a lot of people who like we keep banging on there's a game called vampire the masquerade bloodlines right it's not an xbox game it's a pc game and uh hey 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 slow your roll there no i'm joking yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah it's 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 like just something we keep coming back to because it's such an awesome game and like a lot of people have said oh, i picked this up on steam because you keep talking about it over and over again and yeah they, they love it and it's if we're a way for people to discover new games as well that's awesome too because it's there's so many cool things out there that aren't you know weren't released in the last six months basically don't worry, the guys are kind of funny made me buy a Vita, so... You know, well, I've got a Vita yeah, as well. We should get back on that bus and have a, a, oh, an ad just Wi-Fi. I'm not, I'm not in the cool boy club. I haven't got a Vita. Get out Jeez. of here, Kev. You ain't got time for See you. See what right I mean? Now. I'm being replaced here. <laughs> um, let's get the rigmarole out of the way. So I've got... Uh, I'm bare forgetting things because I've got a star with me. No, <laughs> joking. Uh, this week's episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by mcfixer.co.uk and at alive.net. Happy, Kev? Calm yep. down, fella. The website's been plugged. You ain't been replaced. We're all good, all right? Okay. Also, this episode is brought to you by Mike Lynch, and Mike Lynch has a little bit to say. He says, yo, 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 what is going on, guys? My name is Mike Lynch, and I want to tell you about my YouTube channel. Mike, I'm telling Mike about your YouTube channel. It's a good see? name. It's a good, strong name. Works on He's YouTube. doing well there, isn't he? <laughs> uh, I play a lot of video games and review them and some movies too. Check out my YouTube channel at Mike Lynch. He's not the ukulele player, so don't get him confused. He makes that very clear in his old ad rates. Um, also, if you want to get this audio early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Audio's $3, video's 4 Why would you not want to see the video? You see mine and Kev's beautiful faces see each week. See up my nose this week. 
Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, let's jump in straight away. What's been in your box this week? So what have you been playing? We'll start with our guest. Mike, what have you been playing this week? What have I been playing this week? Well, you know, like quite a lot of what I end up doing is going back to play old games that I've, uh, okay. I've kind of hey. already played. Woo. And I was rediscovering the joy of Saints Row 2, which I don't know if you guys oh, have played wow. Saints Row 2, right? Yeah, of course I have. I'm like increasingly <laughs> convinced that that is like the best sandbox around. Like I understand GTA is great. It's great quality. Love GTA to bits. But there's so much you can do in Saints Row 2. Just the, the number of activities, the variety of activities. It, the entire thing was campaign co-op, so you could play with your mate, and that's how I played it yep. the first time around, and it was absolutely the best way to play. Uh, just the character customization, all that stuff's awesome. So I had to go back and grab a bit of footage for our video that actually went out today. I was doing that at 2 a.m. last night, which is probably why I've got bags under my eyes. But um, <laughs> even at 2 a.m., when I was on a mission to get some particular footage, I just really enjoyed that game, and it's it is £9 on Xbox Live. I had to buy it. Is it backwards compatible? Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's not backwards compatible at the moment. I was playing oh. on the 360, but they should totally make it backwards compatible. Definitely. Jeez, the 360, that dead system. Yeah, right. <sighs> I ain't spoken about that in ages. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Kev keeps banging on the back because he's just a cheapskate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I upgraded to my uh, Xbox One Lite six months ago. We got there. We got there in the end, Kev, didn't we? Eventually. But <laughs> we went up, so you've got this shiny new console, Kevin. What did you have me plan this week? Borderlands 1. Yeah. Really? Amazing. I was like, come on. Is that, so so that is good. Compat, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not turning on my 360 again. <laughs> it's not happening. No, but I was like, Kev, let's jump on Xbox. What are we going to play? Like, we've got, we've got to play something together this week. Mm. Oh, I really fancy playing Borderlands. I was like, oh, perfect. I need to do the DLC on number two mm. for the uh, Handsome Jack collection. Let's play the pre-sequel. Oh, I've got all this to play. No, no, no. Kev wants to play Borderlands 1. Retro. It wasn't that I wanted to play Borderlands 1. It's that I used to game share with someone and I had the uh, Handsome Collection, but then I changed my game sharer. So now I haven't got the Handsome Collection. So the only game my dad's... And I really fancy playing some Borderlands, so I was like, well, it's Borderlands 1 or nothing. Right. So It's not a bad game. It's just the hit markers are a bit rubbish oh, on it. Yeah. The hit markers are terrible. I, I, I didn't get on with Borderlands, I must admit, because I, I, you know, I really struggle with that kind of... Uh, you know, yeah, the numbers stuff, the numbers coming out of things. Oh, I is, love it. Uh, no, it's, uh, I'm addicted. Something about it, like, I actually, and uh, people hate me for this, but I actually prefer Dead Island came out at around the same time. And I like Dead Island because at the very least you could, like, run a zombie over and it would definitely stay down. Like, whereas Borderlands, it felt like you were constantly, if your gun was a bit underpowered, you would just end up, like, chipping away and I'd, I'd get bored of it. They improved it a bit for Borderlands 2 in the pre-sequel, I think. Yeah, definitely. 2, 2 is amazing. Mm. I love 2. 2 is the I best re- in the series. I, do you know what? I just find the humour in those games really good as yeah, well. Tiny Tina is so well hilarious. Written. So well written. Yeah. Um, what else have you been playing, Kev? Uh, you kept banging on about some game called Halo. I don't know. If yeah. As, you, as everyone listening knows, <laughs> I brought the uh, Master Chief Collection finally. Nice. And I've been playing for all the Halos. And uh, I've got around to Halo 4 and I completed it. And that game, the story is incredible. Really? I can't believe, yeah, I can't believe I left it this long. The story, the music, the new enemy design, the new weapons. Mm. It's absolutely incredible. I've not touched the multiplayer because I'm not really a Halo multiplayer guy. But the campaign alone was worth it. It was absolutely incredible. Kev, I fell asleep with you talk, hearing you talk about Halo because I don't <laughs> care. So are you going to buy five now, though? Is that like the? I don't know. Everyone I've spoken to has said that number five is a bit dog shit. But you've, you've <laughs> played the rest. You've played the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, you're committed so. now, man. You've like you know. Uh, you've done one to four. So, you've got yeah, to do five. Ross spoiled it for me a bit as well, and uh, 
if it, what for... he says is true, it's sort of going to ruin the previous four games, the story from those. Wow, so. that bad? Mm. Mm, I don't know if I should spoil it on the show, so no, I'm not going to say anything. No, don't even do it. I'm not even... I ain't looking to get shouted at by nobody. <laughs> what about, so, Mike, anything else you've been playing apart from Saints Row? Uh, well, just... Anything for work that you're allowed to talk about? Cuphead. Uh, I watched that video. Uh, yeah. I see you playing Cuphead, yeah. Played a bit of Cuphead, played a bit of We Happy Few, actually. I think We Happy Few is kind of interesting because a lot of people thought, it, like, from the E3 conference where it was a kind of... It looked like a kind of Bioshock narrative, sort of story-based type yeah. thing. And actually, it's much more of a kind of survival, like a really weird social survival type thing. So that was quite interesting. Uh, and yet, Cuphead's amazing, so... No, I was just going to say, with We Happy Few, yes. we actually got a press release of it as well, and they did say that they'd cut a lot of the narrative out, so mm. I think that's they're saving it for the final game, so that's why the narrative's missing at the moment. Yeah, it's still game preview, isn't it? So there's a bit yeah. of time for them to fix it. It's it, Game preview is such a weird one, because like, once it sort of ends up on game preview, we kind of look at it, and then it, it's quite hard to keep track of what's been going on. Like, for instance, The Long Dark, which was one of the first games to come out on game preview, they've updated yeah. that massively, apparently. Apparently it's a totally different game, and I haven't had time to go back and sort of check it out but um i've heard it's way way improved i try not to mess with too many game preview games because mm. i feel like and i'm an achievement whore right that's i am all so if there ain't achievements not i very rarely turn on my playstation mm. because of that reason yeah, yeah. i just trophies are not the same mm-hmm. unfortunately but if there ain't achievements i'm just not interested so if there's any way they can implement achievements yeah i'm, I'm all in for I'll play Ark because I've been waiting to play Ark. I know that's out now, mm. and I still didn't buy it because you know. That's why busy. I've got my Windows phone. Ah, oh, come <laughs> on, come on! Achievements Kev. on my games. Even Woo! I don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just—it's uh, a weird one. It's a weird. One. I do want to play. We happy few, like I've said. We did get codes, but we're just—I'm still like, uh, do I? How long is it roughly? Do you know, mate? I have no idea, honestly. Like, we only played for maybe an hour and a half or so, so not, not okay. a huge amount of time with it yet. I've got a code for it. I just haven't had a chance to fire it up. Um, on cool. semi on that subject, how do you? And you guys may have covered this already, but how do you feel about um, the Hitman episodes? Because that's sort of like game preview, but not. You know, the gate, the full game's coming out, and I know a lot of people are kind of boycotting it until the disc version comes out. See, you got the wrong host. My other host, the Scotsman himself, Ross Miller, <laughs> who's left us and died, unfortunately. Rest he, has, he hasn't literally died. Don't joke don't <laughs> about that. Good, okay. Hey, I, if he's not here, a Kev, anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. If, he, if he's not here anymore, he's dead to me, all right? right? He's left us for bigger and better things. Okay. God. But he loved it. He really yeah. loved the way it was in bite-sized mm. size. I've not, I'm not a Hitman guy, to be honest with sure. you. So it doesn't interest me, the whole contract thing. But just... I play Borderlands, uh, not Borderlands, Telltale games. Mm. They're episodic. Yeah, it's true. What's What's the difference? Yeah, of course. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, get... I think it's just different ways for people to mm. consume their content. Yeah, I agree entirely. And... and actually, for me, it works works out quite a lot better. And I think you know uh, we we've put quite a lot of Hitman on the channel. I mean, partly that's because it's it's a game that kind of rewards different styles of play, and because there's three of us and we all have quite different styles, that makes okay. for really good videos. But actually, the fact that it's been in bite-sized chunks means we've probably put more out than we would have done, because if it had just come out on a disc, we'd probably have played it like once, maybe twice, and then kind of left it. But I think the fact that it's a sort of event every time it comes out means we've actually stuck loads of it on the channel, um, and it, it helps that we like it. Those sort yeah. of games have like that water cooler effect mm. where you like when you go into the office you'll chat about that previous episode, sort of like the Telltale games. Yeah, so. absolutely, yeah, definitely. Kev, you're talking about office like we've got one of those. <laughs> Shh, they don't know that. Why well, don't Oh okay, hey, my bad. I, I don't have one. We've got uh one point seven million subscribers and I'm sitting in my living room, which is where 
I make a bunch of our videos. Like we uh, we are not an office based thing by any stretch of the imagination. Wait, so you're telling me at one point seven million? Yes. Still no office. No, we we go to a studio every week to shoot uh, show uh, the week. That makes sense. Go, show of the uh, week yeah. and uh, the the features that we do on a, a Thursday. But the rest of the time, I'm just sitting here in my like racing chair type thing, and you know. <laughs> Yeah, in my Best office. Best place to be. Yeah, exactly. It's comfy. It's got excellent lumbar support, Kev. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's uh, that's where I make the videos. So, and we we do like all the editing ourselves and stuff as well. So it's uh, it's pretty intense. How much do you hate editing? Because I really hate it. It can be a pain in the ass. It depends what you're doing, really. Like if it's quite boring, like it. But part of it's like if I'm bored editing it, I do wonder whether the video is gonna be any good either. Because I'm like, you know, um, I, I figure it should be keeping me entertained. But obviously, you have to keep going through it, so you, it kind of loses a bit of its sheen. But sometimes you're editing something and you're really going for it, and you're trying some interesting things, and you're putting some interesting titles in, and then it can be kind of fun because you see it come together, like. Um, but yeah, it's it's probably my least favorite bit of the job. I, I enjoy the writing. I enjoy like uh, mucking about on camera, like in the studio. And I suppose editing's the bit you've got to do to get that out to the people. Yeah, I'm just gonna hire Kev one day, and mm. then he's gonna work for me and be my editor. I see, yeah, I think I've heard a lot of YouTubers do that these days, actually. Damn like, straight, I ain't, I ain't looking to be editing my <laughs> video. That's too much hard work. Um, all right, let's get into the news because we didn't get to it. I could talk for you for hours. This is the problem. So I might skip some of this news I've even got here. But Xbox Live Gold members can play Rainbow Six Siege for free this weekend only. So if you're not listening to this when it's out tomorrow, I guess, for non-patrons, um, from the Thursday the 28th of July to the 31st of July. Mike, have you played any of Rainbow Six Siege? Yes, I love it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Rainbow Six. Uh, particularly You're talking my language stuff. now, yeah, yeah. sir. So uh, <laughs> I used to play a lot of Vegas and Vegas 2 with my buddy Pete. Um, okay. He lives in the States now. So basically the only time we get to socialize is on Xbox Live. So uh, we have a few like key games. We're big racing game fans as well. So we play like Forza and things like that. But Rainbow Six, Vegas and Vegas 2, we always used to play. And, um, and yeah, so Siege basically has just picked that straight up. We just go in, co-op terrorist hunt stick it to the hardest difficulty level and get absolutely mullered. But we keep smashing our yeah, heads against it until we beat it. It's so hard. Yeah, it's it's so hard. It's now, Kevin Tarney. Yes. Also known as the cheapskate on the podcast. Yes. Is this your finally your reason to play it with me? Now you have an excuse? It, well, I can't refuse now, can I? Because it's free. I haven't got an excuse. So, yeah. I will download I mean, it. Someone, it's one of those someone games. someone offers to stick you in the eye with a, like a, a knife or something <laughs> for free, you don't have to take them up on the offer. I just point that out. You do no, with Kev. I, <laughs> I have been eyeing this game up for a while. And like this is the perfect excuse for me to finally try it. Um, apparently, Xbox are putting it on sale as well at the same time, which is a pretty smart move. Mm. So, if you like the game, you can then go on and buy it for a bit cheaper than it normally is. You sound as if you're a news writer or something, Kev. Yeah, how would you, how'd you know all that information? Go at alives.net. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lego Dimensions. I put this one on there for myself. I've got to be honest with you. So, Lego Dimension is introducing new waves, uh, seven to nine, with new expansions. The first expansion is a Ghostbusters story pack, and if you haven't seen it, there are the new portals that you can put yes. the Lego pieces on. They look so cool. Right, it's the. Have any of you seen them? Is it, it's the. No. Um, is it the. Uh, am I getting confused with the shop from Ghostbusters? Is that right? Or something else? No, I'm getting No, confused. it's the shop. You're is right. It the shop? I think you're right. Like the Chinese food place or whatever. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's mm. it. That's it. Yeah. That's the front row I saw anyway. Mm. Unless someone's just bamboozled me. They've got that one, and then they've got the Fantastic Beast uh, story pack thing coming nice. out as well. Which, that one's perfect for me and my fiance because she loves Harry Potter. So I can just buy that and then hopefully she'll let me carry on playing. Nice. 
something I've noticed about these as well is they're actually introducing a load of 80s franchises as well. Yeah, so, awesome. like, if you've got kids, it's the perfect reason to introduce them to all these cool, like, yeah, programs yeah. like the Gremlins, and even though that probably scare them, but so what? It's <laughs> good, yeah. I mean, they, they've sort of done like Back to the Future and things like that, and yeah, I think that's the key. Certainly, starting out, it was kind of appealing to people who like love those kind of '80s franchises. But yeah, obviously, kids love Lego, so it's a it's a perfect way for people to get together and play those things. Yeah, kids love Lego, not Corey. <laughs> hey, I've got I've got an entire box of Lego Dimensions upstairs, like the whole lot, all of it, pretty much. It's bad because my co- I go to my nephew's house and he's like, hey, I'll sit there and just play with it on my own. Yeah. And he's like, Corey, that is not for you. That's mine. <laughs> that doesn't go there. And he's got the Minecraft Lego, which I think is totally pointless because Minecraft is Lego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. <laughs> but yeah, he's got that and he hates it when I play with his creepers. Mm. He really don't like it. He's not happy about that. <laughs> but yeah, Kev, are you going to buy Lego Dimensions eventually? Hell no. Nah, you don't nah, like I, Lego games, do you? I hate. Well, I can't say I hate them. I Did you get any them. hate last week? Because I got some emails come. I got some tweets come through like Kevin don't like Lego. Are we sure about him? We can That's... get a new co-host, right? <laughs> really? Yeah. Don't send me any. I had some Jesus. tweets. Yeah, I definitely had some tweets. Oh, Kevin, I'm starting to feel sorry for you now. I feel like you might. Yeah, be this, this is what happens. <laughs> the funny every thing. Week. The funny thing is, mate, Kev's the new guy on the podcast. Right. Because I had some, I had the Scotsman for thirty-seven weeks or thirty-six weeks, I should say. Kev just come on. Right. He gets the special guest episode with you. He's in the money, yeah, really. Made it. I'm feeling a lot of chemistry <laughs> yeah, what... just between the three of us. So. <laughs> oh well. Hey, if you want to come on as a permanent, you just let me know, sir. You're on. Um, last but not least, there's a Sonic level pack. Which who cares about Sonic anymore? Apparently, everyone because of the new games that got right. announced. I care about Sonic now for the first time in ages. Yeah. But I miss this. What is this new game? Uh, the Sonic Mania. Yeah. Is that correct? It is, yeah. It's a, it's a proper old-school pixel art 2D-style Sonic game. So they've, oh, they've yeah. realised okay. that every time they try and make Sonic 3D, it's awful and unbearable. Yeah. Uh, so they've just gone back to making the games like they did like, 20, 30 years ago, which is fine by me. And everybody loves nostalgia. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. The first Sonic I played was uh, the one built into the Master System 2, I think it was. Chaos? Sonic Chaos? Are we talking about? No idea. <laughs> no idea. It's so long, Answers but I played that game. <laughs> <laughs> I played that game over and over, and it was great. Yeah, going back to the 2D style is definitely the way mm. forward. Especially with a game like Sonic. Yeah, it had a little, because I'm a massive car game nerd as well, it had a little reference to Daytona in there as well, which made me like, way oh, happy. Nice. Oh, I remember that game. Yeah. Daytona. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's probably my favourite oh, racing game, game of all time. It's so good. Damn. Uh, next piece of news is former PlayStation exec Adam Boyce has joined Killer Instinct developer Iron Galaxy, which is interesting news. Yeah. I, I knew he was leaving, but I didn't know where to. So this is interesting to know now where he's Why is gone. he leaving? So he, he, you're meant to be a news editor. I know. Come on, dude. Yeah, he left um, from the 8th of August. Yeah, I, I think suspect correct. what happened was, you know, his job was like looking after indie developers, right? I'm thinking of the right guy. Yeah, uh, third party. He probably saw how much fun all these like indie developers were having, like working from coffee shops and like growing luxuriant beards and stuff. And then he thought, <laughs> I'll actually like a bit of this. I'm tired of being a suit working for Sony. I'm going to I'm gonna spend all my time, yeah, drinking uh, like, yeah, artisan coffees. I think that- Adam Boyce's best moment was obviously with Shuei Yoshida when they did the video about use games sharing, policy. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was the mic drop moment of this is how you do it. Done. Yeah, we- and I was like, I respect you from that point onwards. We just started. Well, we've been going about a year at that point on outside Xbox, and we were like, oh, brilliant! That E3 was uh, was a fun time. 
Uh, but actually, it's okay. Like you know, we we've never been um, like we're we're Xbox fans, but I don't think we're Xbox fanboys. If that's a no, a hun- that's a hundred percent with us as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So we're prepared to like call them out when they're doing something wrong, and it was it, it was a weird E3 man because like they were doing everything wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just was not going well for them. But we got a saying on the podcast, which is in Phil we trust. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because we trust implicity. I think I used that word rightly. Yeah. If I didn't, someone called me that. Yeah, I did. Well done, Kev. Thank you. Um, but he's just doing everything right at the moment. Yeah, he's really like turning that super tanker around, right? You know, and uh, I think he's he's a gamer. He knows what he's doing, and and yeah, like you say, everything's been pretty legit since he he took over. I mean, you know, I don't want to put all the blame for Xbox One's shaky launch on one person, but Don Matrick, like, there was Whew. some really suspect decision making there, and um, but he know, wasn't he, one of the people, was he? No. no. No, definitely, I, definitely. I not. was at the uh, so I was at the, they had a party immediately after that E3. Um, it was like a Forza themed party, I think maybe. And uh, honestly, the atmosphere was just so weird. It was almost like a wake. It was really, really like <laughs> muted. Oh, God. And the shins were playing. Like Phil Spencer comes on and goes, "Hey everyone, it's the shins," and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, brilliant." Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I was standing like six feet away from Don Matrick, and I just wanted to go up and shake him and go, "What are you doing? What, what are you doing?" What? Why? Yeah, um, Why did you do this to so, us? <laughs> yeah, it was it was bizarre times. But I think you know, from our perspective, like it's kind of weird because I think you know, if we were to do it all again, it'd be it might be a bit strange to set up a YouTube channel that's just about Xbox. Yeah, at the time, 360 was like riding high and stuff like that. But I think even during those like dark times, um, people came to us as like a place where they could you know get away from all the PlayStation fanboys telling them they were idiots. Uh, <laughs> Go and hide th- in the corner yeah, with their friends. Yeah, exactly. That's find- the only reason why we've got an audience. Yeah, <laughs> find, find the Xbox guys who are their like, family and who aren't telling them off for buying a console. And um, I, find, I find, especially with people like your channel and there's lots of others out there, but Xbox relate, like, especially mm. there isn't as many because you always go with the popular console yeah sure but there's a such an audience out there and they're hungry for content which is you know I mean, i'm v- very thankful we launched this and i was thinking oh we'll get a couple mm. people like my mama listen it's perfect we're all be, we're be, <laughs> like we get emails every week still yeah listening. hi mom <laughs> yeah she's still she's still watching trust me she needs to know what i'm doing with my life right. she keeps telling me um but we we get emails each week there's so many passionate xbox mm. fans out there and like me and ross said we used to say we love being in second because mm. they have to work harder for our yeah, money yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah absolutely competition's good right and i think i if in that situation Microsoft had absolutely smashed it and Sony had kind of dropped back again, then they'd be in real trouble. You know, Sony would be in real trouble because the 360, you know, beat the PS3 fairly soundly in terms of sales yeah. and things like that worldwide. Um, and if, it, you know, if Sony had been on the back foot again, you know, they might be starting to think about pulling out of the, you know, of this console because it's an expensive business if you're not winning, basically. And so I'm sort of glad, you know, it's good for consumers because it means that there's competition and that, like you say, people have to work hard for your money. And that applies to Sony, even though they're in first place, they've got to retain that lead. Um, but yeah. we're heading straight back into another console war. Like, you know, the Scorpio and the... Um, the neo right neo it's yeah that's another console war like don't let them pretend it's not it's another fight and it, it's uh, after the longest console generation we've had in a long time which was the 360 ps3 they're now going for a super short one and so you'll all be buying yeah. new consoles in like a year's time well apart from kev kev's already well, said he's, there's, he's there's not another touching console it. war coming before that one. Oh yeah the mini console war the nintendo uh, mini and the sega mini yeah 
Who's going to win that battle? Well, we've got an email about that later on, which is going to be fun right, to talk I'll, about. I'll hold my, uh, I'll hold my tongue. Yes, thank you, thank you. The, this is a funny story that I found on IGN, which was Xbox 360 was nearly called Xbox Free. During an interview, uh, IGN Unfiltered, which Ryan McCaffrey does with mm-hmm. mainly Xbox people, but he does it with everybody. He's great. And he's probably he's one a, of the best That's probably the only reason why I go back to IGN weekly since Greg Miller left. Because mm-hmm. I'm a huge fanboy mm-hmm. for Greg Miller. That's someone I am a fanboy for. I'll make that clear. Not Mike, me. you're lucky you weren't Greg Miller on the bus. <laughs> All right, you would have made I'm out. Be straight. <laughs> let's just let's just say. I would put it past him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and while Microsoft ended up naming the console Xbox 360, it was considered to be optioned Xbox Three because they didn't want to. It won't be two because yeah. they didn't want to be compared to the PS3. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's the... You can't just skip numbers. I know they like to yeah. skip numbers, like skipping land for Windows, <laughs> but you really can't cool. just skip numbers. That's not how it works. Yeah, I, th- Look, that's why it's called 360, <laughs> though. That's, I mean, like, because they didn't want uh, an Xbox One... An Xbox Two, sorry, going up against a PS3 because it seems like it's one worse, whatever one is. All right, so that's why it was a 360. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me that they toyed with Xbox Three. But so what about now though? We're Xbox One. I know it's Xbox One all in one. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So what's the next one gonna be? Uh, Xbox Two. I, it Dave Riley, you're gonna bite the bullet and go for it. They're gonna bite the bullet finally and go to number two. <laughs> Xbox yeah. Zero, right? That's what like Japanese films do when they do like a prequel or something. Go for Xbox. I Zero. feel like they should have just went with Xbox for this one. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. There's there's a couple of reasons for the one. It's um like you say it's it's sort of all in one entertainment but it's also they wanted it to be this is a really weird like this is such a microsoft thing but they wanted it to be in like uh hdmi one on your tv to take care yeah. of like tv and all those things as well so it's it's just it's one of those things where like these execs get a powerpoint and they've got to fill a bunch of slides with like stuff and they just go mad and they start adding all this like random buzzwordy stuff and that's how you end up with, yeah. with this sort of thing happening basically crazy Crazy. Makes perfect but sense now. If you haven't checked out the IGN Unfiltered interview, my Ryan McGrathery did. Please do. I'm not. I don't. I don't work for IGN, but he does some fabulous work over there. Uh, let's have a look. Which developer would love to make PS4 and Xbox One cross uh, cross network play for Gwent? Nah, Rocket League's already come out. Jeremy Dunnan over at Rocket League at Cyonix has already come out and said they're ready to go. All mm. they need is PlayStation's yes, and they are ready to go. Nah, other people are coming that saying it. Is this just going to put more pressure on Sony to say yes or make them scared and go absolutely no? I don't think it's going to happen. I just can't see it happening. Like, oh, don't say that. You're making me sad. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, like, imagine the the mess if like it was if there was for some reason PS4 players had an advantage over Xbox One players online or something like that. Any there are so many because it's two completely different systems, two completely co- different code bases. Even though it's the same game. There's always the op- you know the possibility that there'll be sort of exploits and things that will favour one or the other, and I don't think anyone wants to get into that kind of you know they're already in a fight together. They don't want to get into that. So it may be that Sony um, uh, Sony are the ones who apparently have to say yes, but I don't imagine Microsoft's super happy about letting people into an Xbox Live system when they're not getting any money. You know that kind of shared ecosystem. It's funny because I find it funny that. It's sort of like Microsoft, like, yeah, we'll do it, knowing that Sony will be like, uh, no, but it's bad PR for them mm. if they say no. So that Microsoft automatically win. Yeah. If they do it, it's like, all right, well, we said it, so we got to do it. But if they don't do it, it's like, wait, 
Hey, we said we'd do it, guys. You can't have a go at us this time. Yeah. It ain't our fault. You know, I think where where it might work is if it was a there was a big co-op game. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, if there was a huge like co-op franchise like Left 4 Dead or something, then maybe yeah. they'd be able to say, "All right, you can't play competitive, but if you want to cooperate, arms around the world, console war is over." Um, <laughs> then then maybe but it's not. Yeah, Don't let it's them not, fool you. <laughs> Still fighting. Um, See, I thought Microsoft would be the ones who were against cross-network play because. PS4 has been proven to be the more powerful system, so those who were on the fence and went over mm. to Xbox because yep. their friends were there could now go over to PS4 yeah. and use that system and still play with their friends with the cross-network stuff. But I sort of feel like Microsoft's whole deal at the moment is like removing reasons to buy an Xbox because of all the Windows 10 stuff. Play you anywhere. Know, like, all, yeah, all the Play Anywhere stuff. Like, it's really weird what they, they're doing, and I, you know, I assume they have a plan you know, in Phil We Trust and all that. But, um, yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you're welcome every yeah. week, I swear. You've got that down to a tea yeah. already. Um, but <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah it's really i mean the whole pc stuff's really really interesting like I, l- I love it in concept i've not really done a lot of sort of you know i didn't play quantum break on pc for example i didn't really play quantum break at all um but oh you're a monster uh, sorry sir, a monster. i'm sorry um but uh <laughs> it's i like it in concept because i do have pcs and i've played pcs for a while and i like the, the idea of being able to play on my console you know i'm never going to stop sitting in front of the sofa and playing on a on a console because there's a, a you know a lot of benefits to that but if i'm on my laptop yeah. and i'm somewhere else you know to be able to carry on my story and things like that but i want it on more than just you know at the moment it's just gonna be first party stuff uh you know microsoft developed things or microsoft affiliated studios but i'd love it on stuff like fallout and things like that um as well that kind of cross save game type thing would be kind of awesome I know a lot of people are saying as well that because the games are going on PC as well as Xbox, that's a bad thing. But the PC and Xbox like experience are completely mm. different. Because with yeah. a console, you just sit in front of it, you turn it on, you play. PC, there's so much fiddling about, yeah. you know, updates, stuff like that. And I think, you know, it's not it's not as bad as people are making out it to be. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think there's still a bit of kind of just fear of the unknown, right? There's a lot of people who are just sort of terrified that their exclusives are all going to go away but you know you still need to buy a giant pc right to to make this stuff run at any anything better than what your xbox would do for 300 quid or 250 or whatever they're selling the s for these days um and you know i'll i'll be buying a scorpio because i i want to play the games in the best quality and i can't like you i can't be bothered to faff around with drivers anymore it's just too much as well if they get oculus to work as well with that uh, scorpio and it's just plug and play that's gonna mm. be a big seller as well be a big reason to buy yeah it. i suspect they'll do that it seems seems like instead of developing their own vr headset why not just make a more powerful console that can run oculus stuff well they've already got a partnership with mm-hmm. them aren't they because they ship a like xbox controller with every oculus so there's obviously the partnership there mm. already Speaking of the Xbox S, the reveal date has been revealed for the Xbox uh, One S, 500 gig and one terabyte. Aaron Greenberg revealed the release date for the Xbox One, 500 gig. Uh, Kev, you wrote this story. You're boring. August twenty third, uh, <laughs> at two hundred ninety nine dollars and three hundred forty nine respectively. Now, is anybody picking up an Xbox S? No. <laughs> Oh, just no. Look, I'm in a very <laughs> unique position. So me and my fiance both have Xbox Ones. Right. So the plan, this is what we're going to do. This is my plan. And she knows it, but she's not happy about it. Right. So I'm going to trade in her Xbox One. Yeah. Buy an Xbox S. Then give her He's my such old a good Xbox. Boyfriend. Yeah. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I've got this. Quick, be quiet. <laughs> I'm going to give her my old Xbox. So I get an Xbox S. Nice. And then when the Scorpion comes, Scorpio comes out. Yeah. I'm going to take 
my her old Xbox One. Nice. Which will be my old one. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. It's a complicated story. We're getting there. Yeah. And then trade that in, give her the slim, and I'll take the Scorpio. Nice. Fair enough. So basically, he's giving his girlfriend the crap, and he's getting all the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like hand-me-downs, isn't it? <laughs> Look, <Yeah. laughs> I'm trying to do this for a living. Yeah, yeah? I like, know. Pa- <laughs> Patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh, uh, <laughs> nice. No, do you know what I mean? Like, she plays her Xbox like... she. I, I get in trouble, because I'm like, so are you going to ever finish Tomb Raider? And she's like, I'll finish it when I'm good and ready. I'm like, all right, all right. You just ain't going to remember how to play the game. And you're going to go, Corey, how'd you do this part? And I'm not very good at the old, show me how to do it without taking the controller off yeah, me and doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Does anybody, have you ever experienced this at all? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's difficult just not to wrestle it away and do it first time. But in, they don't learn anything. But then it's really difficult to vocalize gameplay stuff. You, like, you can't be like, well, you just want to move the left thumbstick just this amount. And then hit this button at this exact time. Doesn't work. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Kev. Yes. You've been quiet because I feel like I'm talking too much. It's all right. You're excited. You can talk. I, I appreciate it, Kev. <laughs> appreciate it. You wrote this story about Xbox One gamer tags can expire now. Yes. What? So, so, would you, so did you hear about this, Mike? I didn't. I didn't. So if you've got a gamer tag that's not been used in five years... Mm-hmm. Xbox are repurposing the game attack. Fair enough. Alright, so I had a couple people speak to me like, they can't do this, I paid for that, I changed my game attack to that. Now, they make a good point there. If I pay for MC Fixer yeah. to change my name to MC Fixer, they can't take it away from me if I don't use it in five years. I guess. Well, it's in the service they... agreement, so they can. Yeah, well, do you know what, Kev? Service agreements, <laughs> I don't read those. It's a contract. You know. you know full well, sir, I did not read that service agreement. <laughs> no one's got time for users. <laughs> I've never read a Eula, ever. Um, I guess, but how much do you pay to change your gamertag? Like, like eight pounds. Yeah, and if you're like not using it for five years, that's a long time, isn't it? The thing is, I think this is going to affect those people that went over from 360 to PS4. Yeah. Whereas, because mm-hmm. now they've left their Xbox behind, that gamertag is just going to be sitting there. Mm. Whereas, but the thing is, if they sign into their Microsoft account as well, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I think I think they still keep it. So. I don't see anyone really not signing into their yeah, account you, for five years. You would have to be like actively not using a PC, not like logging in to anything at all. A lot of things. I know, I know. But I'm just playing devil's yeah, advocate. Yeah, sure. If I pay for it, I should keep Consumer it. Consumer right? rights superstar. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care what the agreement says. <laughs> I say I keep it. Yeah, well, I've got, uh, I've got my old OXM one's going to expire fairly soon, I guess, oh, then. No. So if anyone, oh, no. if anyone wants OXM Mighty 7, they can they can have it in like a year's time. <laughs> I haven't touched you it. Ain't, I've already claimed it. <laughs> However, don't worry, you don't lose any of your um, purchases content, which is pretty good, I guess. Yeah, right. That mm. would be outrageous because, you know, nah. that wouldn't be fair. So what happens? You just When you sign in and you've let your gamertag lapse, you just have to choose a new one, presumably, I guess. I'm guessing so. Hey, yes. It's a free way to get your gamertag changed. Yeah. Wait five years. Exactly. Boom. Come back with a great beard. Years. You're like, finally, <laughs> I've saved eight quid. <laughs> and you call me a cheapskate. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there for the people, Kev. I'm sorry. I didn't do say that I now. didn't say I was doing that's you that's what you're gonna do now. I'm not using this for five years. I need to change it to I love MC Fixer. Um <laughs> Like Games of Gold has been revealed. Uh Warriors Alright, I don't know how to pronounce Orochi, this. I'm gonna be straight. Yeah, Orochi yeah. Free Ultimate is available from the first of August to the thirty first of uh August. WWE 2K16 from the 16th of August to the 15th of September. Spelunky, 
which is a great Best game. game ever. August 1st to August 15th. And Beyond Good and Evil HD from the 16th of August to the 31st. Now, I see people bitching. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> bitching about about games with gold this month. Have you seen the PS Plus games? Look, <laughs> They're don't, pretty don't, bad. Don't speak less for me on this podcast. I told you. No, <laughs> I did see the PS Plus games. Now, if you want to compare, because we were, to be fair, as we all know, Xbox fans, we did used to get get it bad. It was bad. We did used to get really crappy games with gold games. But I saw people bitching about these ones, and I was like, the. I think IGN. Uh, I know IGN is not the best scale to go off of, but whatever. That's where I go sometimes. All right. So I think IGN gave both the uh, Xbox One games eight point eights or in the eight range. Right. So let's say for IGN infl- inflation, we call it a seven. Mm. All right. You know, can't try. <laughs> hey, I don't trust nobody as far as I can throw. Yeah. Apart from you, Mike, I trust oh, you. Uh, I've not played right, Warriors yeah. Orochi. Did they give that an but, eight? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's basically that. Dynasty Warriors, isn't it? So yeah. it deserves like a 10, to be fair. Dynasty Warriors are the best games ever. Yeah, alright. Just sit but, there for 10 minutes smashing the button. That's all you do. I love it. And a lot of people heard what I had to say about WWE 2K16, which... Did you not enjoy not it? Very good in my, not very good in my opinion. No. I like the documentary stuff. Like the, all the Stone Cold Steve Austin like documentary stuff. was The uh, universe yeah. stuff. Uh, not the universe stuff. The um, Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I, they're always good. But I felt like... I'm a huge wrestling game fan maybe not wrestling fan altogether sure. anymore but the career modes used to be special mm. like the road to wrestlemania's if you remember mm. those like used to have one for cm punk one for this person one for that person. and you have a created character one yeah yeah but now you just get put in the universe thing and it's like oh fight brock lesnar on superstars that wouldn't happen <laughs> yeah we all know brock lesnar's taking steroids <laughs> so he can't fight yeah <laughs> it's a game I think I, yeah I, I'd like to see him it, I, I'd like to see him improve it a bit more like I used to love wrestling games but I used to like the more sort of actiony ones like the old Smackdown yeah. games were really good fun because it was a bit more arcadey I'm not like where you got hit by a car every two seconds yeah, yeah exactly in yeah, a cutscene being driven by Rikishi or something <laughs> yeah um, exactly <laughs> but I, I, you know I kind of like that arcadey style and I, as they've got more tech they've become simulations of a pretend Sim. sport which is kind of a weird thing uh, in my five mind. star matches yeah. no thank you yeah. I just want to pin the guy after stunning him 20 times <laughs> but if you if you're complaining about games with gold this month and you haven't played Spelunky then you don't know what you're talking about because Spelunky's the I've not played Spelunky that's going to be the so, first one I download you're so lucky so good have you played it on the Vita Corey it looks no I haven't on, the Vita. on that little ah. OLED screen Ooh, how do you know I got an OLED though? Well, you might not have done. Yeah, you might not. Damn be... straight, I got the OLED. Yeah. What sort? Of, what do I look like? A chump? O- Come OLED on. OGs, right? <laughs> I think so you're good. the only two in the UK that brought them. Yeah, so. yeah, trust. That's, that's quite a coincidence. You met each other. I'm a real, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> astronomically improbable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, Spelunky and uh, I've never played Beyond Good and Evil. No, me neither. And... Actually. It's, a blind oh, okay. it's meant to be a pretty decent RPG. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be good. That's one so, I look forward to playing those on the channel. Um, let's get to... Alright, Mike. Before I say the name of this segment, just... I didn't name it, alright? <laughs> okay, fan. It was a fan that named it. So, we're about to jump into Fixer's Sack. Alright? <laughs> right. So... <laughs> Is the room in there, or...? <laughs> there's, defi- there's definitely room, don't you worry. Plenty of room. The first email that comes, I don't know where it comes from, because I haven't got to the end. So it says, Hi MC Fixer, it's been a while since I've put anything inside your sack. I apologise for this. All right. Uh, <laughs> rest assured, I'm still listening every week and enjoying the show. 
Uh, I would like to propose to the My Xbox and Me community uh, to decide on what game we're going to play. It's a long email. He's interested in playing Titanfall 2, Gears of War 4, Forza Horizon 3, and Battlefield 1. It's new games we can build a community in and all play together. So, perfect. And that is from Proper B.O. Proper B.O. We all took the mickey. His name's Proper B.O., so we assumed he had a bad body armor. Right. No, it was about proper bowl selector. Right, so, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Which makes more sense, but me and me and uh, Ross, we absolutely were creasing when we read the name. We was like, what <laughs> is that about? Fair Out of all those games, Kev, Kev, you actually yes. have to buy one of these games now because we've been right. asked to. Okay. Titanfall 2. Yeah, I mean, I've played like an hour of number one. It's a fun game. It's just, it seems very. Mm, I've played it before. No. I don't know. It just seems like a generic first person shooter. No, you're totally wrong. <laughs> when that game came out, I loved it for about two weeks. Yeah. Exactly, and then it died because yeah, there wasn't you much to it. You played it for an hour. That's the, ty- yeah, but- the Timefall experience was. Everyone loved it. Yeah, and like you say, played it for two weeks, and then for some reason. It was like some kind of cosmic event where everyone just stopped playing, and no one knows <laughs> yeah. why. It was like something out of a sci-fi movie. And then the DLC came out, and I went back to it, and I'm like, "Why did I ever stop playing this? It's really good." And then I stopped playing yeah. it after two weeks again. I, I don't know what happened. Yep. That's, that's, that was my experience. I played it for an hour. I was enjoying it, and I've just not gone back to it. It's a weird, weird thing. Like, it just doesn't yeah, seem to hook you. That's the problem. Yeah, it's a it's a weird, weird. Yeah, I don't think Titanfall Two is the game to build a community. Mm. Gears of War Four. I'm all over this. Really? I used to... Mike, you better, you better not be shaking your head, sir. I used to be a king. Yeah? An absolute king at Gears of War. I used to have really bad internet. Like, really bad internet. Oh, man. And what, That's I used probably to, why I used you to be was able, king. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I used <laughs> to be able to... One. Literally, if I got host, the whole team would freeze, and I'd just walk <laughs> up to everyone and chainsaw. That doesn't mean you're good. <laughs> king of the games. <laughs> Um, no, I played the beta and I absolutely loved it. So I like I like gears I like gears single player. Like I'm not that bothered about the yeah. multiplayer. Like, I can't. It's uh, it, it's like a very specific skill set, and if you don't have time to commit to that skill set, like it's you're just awful and you get absolutely wrecked. Twitch jump off walls, jump off walls. Twitch. Yeah, exactly. No, the only skills that you need is to jump forward with a shotgun. Right. That Damn seems straight. to be how I died every time. Yeah. But I'm looking. Kev, if you play with me, I'll carry her. Yeah, oh, the story looks awesome. And it's co-op, you know, you can play it with your mates. It's, it's good. I actually really liked Gears Judgment. I was talking to um, one of my mates about Gears oh, Judgment. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, right, is, are, we, are you about to get angry? Cause I, no, 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 it's no, just, that's no, not a very popular no, choice. No, <laughs> that's just not a popular opinion. But, like, it was, it, so, it, that was sort of, like, a real, that, you know, that's sort of almost killed the Gears franchise, do you know what I mean? Like, for, a long, for a long time. Um, and I actually thought it was a really good game, but it felt like Gears was sort of, Clearly, something was going wrong with Gears at that point because um, I feel like it was on the decline mm. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because I di- I enjoyed three, but three wasn't wasn't amazing mm. like one and two, pers- in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So it was on the decline, and then it was like, oh, we'll hand it off to somebody else. It's like, no, don't do that ever. Mm. We know what happens to games when that happens, and yeah. but it was people can fly, right? The guys who made Bulletstorm, and I don't know if you played Bulletstorm, but it's I did play Bulletstorm. Absolutely awesome! I love Bulletstorm so much. Yeah, um, Bulletstorm was good. And there were like, like shreds of Bulletstorm in there. It was like it was sort yeah. of Gears of War, but with that kind of like almost arcadey because you could modify each scenario and like up the difficulty for yourself. Uh, and I thought it was like a really cool mechanic that should be used in more games. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. It was okay. I'm not going to give it a full. Yes. 
Your star power doesn't get you that much, sir. <laughs> uh, You're the Gears Forza expert. Horizon, so. <laughs> Forza Horizon 3. Oh, yes. I cannot wait it's for this really one. Good. It's going to be really good. I oh. am a Forza Horizon 2 hardcore player. I love that game so much. I've spent so many hours in it. It's so much fun. And being able to play co-op campaign with your friends is just fantastic. Yeah, it's wicked. Cannot so is, wait. Is this the one, then, Kev? For me, I don't know, actually, because the one below it I'm really excited for as well. But this could be one of one. them. Mm. I will go with Battlefield 1. It's going to be huge. Only because I feel like I'll play Forza and trade it in. Mm. If I if I don't get it digitally. If I don't get a review copy, hint, hint, guys. Mm. Um, I'll probably buy it, play it, be done with it, and that'll be it. Where with Battlefield, I feel like I'll play the story and then I'll have that on my shelf for a long mm. time. So when everyone wants to come together, we can just do that. Plus, also, like DICE have been really, really good with Battlefield 4 in releasing stuff after the fact and making DLCs yeah. free and things like that. They've they've really done that kind of like post-sale support thing really, really well. So That game was totally broke. Like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they were apologising. It was basically <laughs> like, just like, please have all this stuff for free because we're so, so sorry about the launch. Um, so they might not be quite as generous as Battlefield 1, but um, they, they do a really good line in DLC. They kind of mix things up and stuff. So it will give you, like, if you're prepared to pay for a season pass as well, then, sorry, Kev, if that's not your deal. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, sorry, you're going to Damn it! Um, but if you're Brilliant. prepared to pay for a season pass as well, there's going to be, like, new stuff coming along. So I guess if you want to build a community for a long time, then, yeah, like you say, it's probably a good good bet. Well, I'll be streaming whatever I'm playing, so you find me on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Kev, you can shout out your Twitter at this point. Uh, yeah, at Don't Shoot Tiny. Also, <laughs> I've got a uh, question for you both. How long before Battlefield 1 is on EA Access, do you reckon? Um, I'll oh, take bets that's now. That's a good question. That is a good question. I reckon two years. I think yeah. they're going to try and push it a full two. Yeah, I think so. As Damn, you re- they haven't done that with any title. There's nothing this... I reckon a year. I reckon this is going to be really, really popular though, yeah. and I think they're going to like milk it for all it's worth. This is a real like return to form for the Battlefield series, I think. And like Hardline absolutely wasn't, and Battlefield Four was a bit broken, so they've they've oh. kind of showed up at kind of normal intervals on EA Access. But I think with Battlefield One, they can afford to uh, to sort of push it. Has Battlefront arrived on EA Access yet? Presumably not. No, no not yet. No, I not think yet. that's another one where they'll push it back as well. So that'll like set the precedent, I think, probably because it's Star Wars. They're probably not going to give it away for free for a long time. I wouldn't have thought. I think it's because they've got a lot of DLC yeah, plans as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've got that DLC stream. They're not going to make it free, are exactly, they? Yeah. They're just going to keep. Yeah. Gotta get your Game that's of the Year good. edition out as well, right? Who is giving out yeah. all these Game of the Year awards? Like, seems like every game is a Game of the Year. Someone's like, not me. Someone needs to make that judging panel sit down and have a long, hard look at themselves. <laughs> so just out of interest what was your game of the year last year we gave it we gave it to um, uh, Tomb Raider he says we he doesn't mean me <laughs> Kev you were on the podcast at that point I can't do nothing about it I can't go back in history I swear get your time <laughs> yeah, we, machine uh, right. Marty the, the podcast gave it to Tomb Raider Tomb Raider Rise of the Tomb Raider that, we thought that was a phenomenal I game really, what, what? I did really enjoy Rise of the Tomb Raider actually I'm trying to think about it all sort of blurs, blurs. into one because you're constantly making yeah. videos about the next new thing um, mm-hmm. What did I play? I think I gave it to Pac-Man. Pac-Man? I think I just got an Atari at that point. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> gave it to Pac-Man. I, I really liked... Don't worry. I liked Fallout 4. Like, Fallout 4 was, like, really... It was a game I could, like, really lose myself in. Um, it was between both of them. But there was yeah. a lot of, like, really good, like, B-list stuff as well. Like, Mad Max was in there, which is, like... Yeah, you know, that, that, that's been my... So far this year, because I played it this yeah, year. You've that's absolutely my made his day. Yeah. You've I absolutely made his day so mentioning that. It's great. It's great. It's, like, really good. And it's not, like... It's not a triple-A... 
I guess it's sort of high budget, but it's it just feels a bit sort of gritty and kind of the, it, you know it's the, got problems, but the combat and the vehicle stuff is so yeah, good yeah, yeah. that you forgive it. I the, loved it so much. The point is, there's no mid tier anymore, mm. so you've got triple A, indie. Yeah, yeah. There's no mid tier, so yeah. But maybe um, that's but it. Mad maybe, Max would be. Yeah, Mad, the, Mad, Mad Max is like the closest we get to mid tier anymore. Yeah, it still looks awesome. It's beautiful looking game and stuff. But yeah, maybe I maybe I just like I like those games that are kind of ambitious, but like a little bit broken and weird. And that's exactly what <laughs> Mad Max is. Okie dokie. Uh, this is. Hello, my Xbox and me family and guest. Mike, that's you. Hi. Uh, with Nintendo announcing the release of a SNES Mini, what do you think? Do you think in the future, ten years or may, uh, two, ten years or so maybe, we could see Xbox do the same thing with the original Xbox? Keep up the good work, your friend and fan, Mister Moody. Hmm. I would say the original Xbox is not like as iconic a console as. Um... A Mega Drive yeah, or a SNES. Uh, a Mega Drive or a SNES or a NES and, and all that kind of stuff. And no, yes, I SNES. think, you know, it, what will happen is actually we'll, we'll just have, in, and we're seeing it with backwards compatibility now, we'll just have like an ecosystem and like old sort of Xbox original games and 360 games and Xbox One games are all going to kind of coexist on your console. So you, it won't be that kind of thing where like, you know, it's really hard to get hold of like, you have to get a hold of an old NES and play, you know, you get yeah. all the cartridges and stuff. I think pretty soon we'll just have a games collection and we'll have retro stuff in there and we'll have new stuff and it's all hd remakes and things like that i think it's a really smart move this little nest thing but um it's it's only really works for that kind of era of gaming i think it's gonna i, I don't know if we'll get one for xbox the original xbox i don't see it honestly i don't see it happening it's like you said it's everything's backwards compat nowadays mm. yeah so i want to i want to bring my catalog with me not buy a as much as I'd love a tiny little Xbox, yeah, that'd be really cool. But yeah, no. Nah. It's it, it it's you know the portable is one thing, like being able to play old games on like portable systems and you know on mobiles and things like that. Um, but you know if it's on your TV, you'll probably just be running it through your Xbox, whatever number they've they've chosen. Twenty nine because they've skipped. It'd be like minus twenty nine. They skipped twenty eight. Gone back like <laughs> by minus twenty nine. Every year, my same prediction for E3 is that Xbox is going to announce backwards compat for the original Xbox game. So I'm guessing that's going to happen eventually, we, and we won't need that little if you console. Say, if so. you say it so much, Kev, just like Last Guardian, it's if gonna you happen. say it so much, it Well, I did win day. the last one. I got like uh, four of my predictions right or something, so... I knew you'd have to me. bring that up. <laughs> it, Div. It's, a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because they're so old, those games now, and like, you know, the, I guess the install base for the original Xbox was much smaller. Um... But I guess Sony are releasing PS2 games. Like, I went to Star Wars Celebration and they had Star Wars Race of Revenge there running in HD. And I was like, I remember that game. And, and that's an old game, you know, PS2 era game that they've kind of brushed up a bit. So maybe if Sony forces their hand by saying, look, this many of the PS2's back catalogue is now available on the PS4, then maybe we will go back to that kind of Xbox original. But a lot of it, you know, the really choice stuff like Halo and things like that, they've, they've made um, HD remakes of anyway. So... Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. Like the thing I've noticed it is that old 3D games look a lot worse than old 2D yeah, games. So I think, yeah. yeah, they age a lot worse. So I think that's another reason why they're not bringing it forward because they will need a full remaster yeah. or something. Okie dokie. Let's do the suggestions of the week. This is where we suggest a game to the audience that we've played. I'll go first, so you guys can have some time to think. I was playing Ten Second Ninja X. Oh, yeah. Anybody heard of this? 
I've heard people rage quitting and wanting to quit life over it. That's about <laughs> it. Trust me, it had me like that literally about 10 minutes before And you recommended it. Don't you like your listeners? Well, <laughs> the reason I recommend it is because I think it's a good game. It's a side-scroller where your objective is to kill... You have to jump around and kill each... I don't know what they actually are, if I'm honest with you. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Pixels. Well, we'll yeah, pixels. of course they're. Pi- I'm trying. I've got my phone up here, so I'm trying. All right, the object is to get three stars, so you have to complete the level as quick as you can by killing these. I don't know what they are, so I'm not even going to put something on there. Okay. So, you, but you jump around, you got throwing stars, and yeah, the object is just to kill everything as quick as you can, and obviously that in itself is a lot of fun. Mm. But adding the trying to whittle your time down. So the first level, I got one star, and I was thinking, oh, let me retry, because I'll be able to do this. And it was like, for the next star, you need to get one second down. So I'm like, oh, oh, that's easy. I can do it. Sat there for about 20 minutes. Like, one second. To shave one second off your time. It's like, yeah. so I get, but I want to go back. As much as it's hard and kind of annoying because it's hard because I want to finish the rest of the game, but it keeps me, I'm thinking about it now. Like, once we finish this, I'm definitely going to... I'm going to edit the podcast, I swear, guys, I swear. <laughs> and then I'm going to be playing that. So I suggest 10 Second Ninja X. I think this doesn't need editing. It's all like 100% gold. Um, so it is. Obviously. Uh, you obvious. know, just whack it out there. Um, I, I've got a, a, a 10 Second Ninja t-shirt that they sent me. And it's quite funny oh. because they didn't send it. It's not, you're not supposed to wear it on your body. Uh, they put the logo oh. right up high on the chest because you're supposed to wrap it around your head like a ninja mask. And they gave me instructions oh. on how to do it. So That's so cool. That's quite smart. So well done, those guys. Um, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, the last game I did that sort of thing with was uh, Super Meat Boy. Not the t-shirt thing, the trying to no. cut my time down. Well, um, <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you get up to in your spare time, <laughs> <Yeah>. your business. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I, I remember Super Meat Boy. I remember just getting into a little battle with one of my friends on one of the levels. And it started out and like my time for that level was like 50 seconds or something. And I'm like, surely you can't get much quicker than that. And then we got into this fight where we were trying to beat each other's time. And by the end, I think we were able to complete that level in six seconds. It was Jeez. absolutely nuts. And it was just all to do with timing and muscle memory and things like that. And so I love that kind of like, yeah, really sort of twitch platforming or like um, beat-em-ups and stuff. Speaking of timed like achievements and stuff, did you ever do the um, mile, high, uh, mile High Club on Veteran on COD 4? I tr- nope. tried it. <laughs> I, was, I don't know if I did it on Veteran. I managed to do it. I must, I'm not kidding. I must have sat in front of that computer screen for like eight hours solid just trying to finish that. Yeah, it's ridiculous yeah. for like 10G or something silly. Yeah, it's like a lost art 10G. in video game design, right? It's like building stuff that you can repeat. I don't know if you remember, there's a game years ago that tried it with like a shooter, um, a bit like Mile High Club. It's a game called The Club. It was like a Sega Bizarre Creations shooter. And the idea was that it was like a speedrun shooter and like the enemy arrangement was always the same things would pop out at the same time and it was about trying to like speed run these levels it was really good no one played it um, but no, no I, I didn't play it either it. I've not heard of it <laughs> look it up uh, Kev I'll have to what about yeah, you yeah so my suggestion of the week is going to be Halo 4 ah, if you've not played it it's, the thing is it's one of those games that people hear about and they just don't play the campaign the amount of love they've put into that campaign is evident and I think it's like the best in the series for me personally and I think people enjoy it so if you've not played Halo 4 Get the Master Chief Collection. I think on CD keys, it's only like £5 something now. We didn't say so, that. We do yeah. not promote CD keys here. I swear. <laughs> Kev, I'm really disappointed because I have I had the game. We weren't sit down to play it, didn't we? And then my mm. disc didn't work because it's all scratched. Cause That's what he says. I've... I think he just didn't want to play with me and he scratched yeah. it all. <laughs> 
Um, does no, but I'm really you. disappointed because I thought that would, for a reason, because I've never played all the Halos. I've only done one and two, mm. I think. Mm. So I'm disappointed that I'm never going to actually play Halo now because I've got no one to play it with. I just enjoy the campaign. It's worth it, man. Get it again. Nah. Halo 4 is worth it alone for that price. Mike, what about yourself? Anything you could suggest? I think that, as I've said a little bit earlier, Spelunky. Everyone should be playing Spelunky. It's coming out free on Games with Gold. It's backwards compatible. She's got a wait. Right? Yeah, there's a little bit of a wait, I suppose. I suppose you can't get at it this week, but um, that is Don't worry. absolutely... I can bend the rules. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. What else is coming out this week? Oh, man. Um... There's a bunch of new Hitman episodes as well. I know you're not big into Hitman, but um, they've done some... I guess they're trying to keep the content flowing, but they're sort of getting ahead of themselves a bit. So they've uh, remixed a couple of the levels and set them at oh, night. Okay. And so, like the Sapienza one, which was this kind of Italian town, we were just playing it, and their remix version, it's like a film set for a sci-fi movie, and there's a guy in a kind of ah. Iron Man suit. And the thing about the Iron Man suit is it's bulletproof, so you can't just shoot him, which can't is my... Him, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. ...my usual that. tactic. Uh, or blowing him up with a, an exploding rubber duck. Um, yeah, I keep hearing that rubber duck. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so <laughs> you're selling me on the game. I've got to be honest. Yeah. You're selling me on this game. It is fun. It's a lot of fun, and it's worth it's worth having a crack at. Um, but yeah, so they they remix the level. It's the same environment, but with a totally different spin and new ways to kind of bump this guy off. So, um, so that's quite cool. Like, I, you know, I, I know I know a lot of people don't get on with the kind of episodic bite sized thing with Hitman, but I really think they've done quite well to kind of keep you interested we play a lot of it uh, outside xbox fair enough fair enough all right well that is an hour so let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of here kev you can go first let's put your posture voice on uh, right yeah <laughs> go to outlives.net uh check out check out there we've got news articles about games tv i recently put up a review for stranger things which is an amazing tv show so if you want to pop over to the site read that it would do me a favor he hasn't stopped and shutting yeah. up about that stranger things either it's amazing it's incredible i don't know if you've seen it it's it looks brilliant looks good. I'm, i've been meaning to catch up with it it's incredible yeah and you can find me on twitter at don't shoot tarny now, let me repeat, at Don't Shoot Tarni. Every time I Twitch stream, I Twitch with Kev a lot, so he, everyone can hear his audio. So I'll sit there promoting, like, be sure to check out YouTube, da, da, da. And he's like, hey, don't forget Don't Shoot Tarni on Twitter, yeah? I'm like, Kev, I need those Twitter on, followers. Dude. I'm only on, like, 100. <laughs> I'll follow you, Mike, Kev. What? I'll follow oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. It, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> and it Mike, only took all yourself? of your self-respect. <laughs> um, hey, we've got none of that here. <laughs> uh, I'm at youtube.com slash outside Xbox. Uh, that's where I, I make videos about stuff. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Mike Channel, which is uh, two N's and two L's in channel. Which is probably why Told I, you. Yeah, I've got loads. I was right. Yeah, we had a we had a we had a conversation before you come on. It's like, is it channel or is it spelt? Is it pronounced or is it Chanel? Chanel? I wouldn't say Chanel. Chanel. If you want to, what is it? If you want to make me sound sophisticated, you can say Chanel. It sounds uh, cool. I want to say it the French yeah, way. If you want to do that, it just makes me sound a lot more cultured and like <laughs> exotic than I actually am. It's bouquet, not exactly, bucket. That sort of <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, Mike, thank you so much no for worries, coming on. Thank you for hitting me up. Pleasure. When we can get you on again, we will. I'm sure I'll see you at EGX or something. On the bus. Bump into yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I just <laughs> bought a car, so I won't be on the bus anymore. Sorry. Oh, man. Aww. Do you know what? Sam, that my fiance's just got a car, so nice. yeah, I'm never on the bus anymore either. Oh, Sorted. Go. We finally made it. We finally made <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MCFixer, uh, youtube.com slash MCFixer, patreon.com slash MCFixer. This is sort of everything. 
Uh, again, thank you everyone that does support. Uh, again, thank you to everyone that comes to my birthday stream. I was drunk by half past eleven. As that was incredible. Oh, I was smashed. <laughs> I was absolutely crazy. But uh, I got a, I got some more uh, Patreon support. We made a load of my own donations and everything. So thank you. You guys keep me going. You're the reason I can keep going. So thank you again. Thank you to Mike for coming on the show. I will love you, leave you, and I'll see you guys later. Ciao, Bella. That's not gonna catch on, Kev. I swear. <laughs>